Hey guys, welcome to the Kevin and Fred show. My name is Kevin Kaufman. I'm your host. And I just want to say thank you for taking some time out to listen with us this week. Do me a favor. If you don't mind, before we get to today's guest, head on over to ratethispodcast.com. That is ratethispodcast.com forward slash NLA. That stands for next level agents. Ratethispodcast.com forward slash NLA and leave us a review or just go to any podcast player that you prefer and uh, look us up, The Kevin and Fred Show, and please leave us a review. That is the best way to support our efforts here in the show. All right, let's get to today's episode. All right, guys, we're back on The Kevin and Fred Show and today joined by my longtime friend uh, with terrible taste in baseball teams, Jacob DeRosa. What's going on, Jake? How you doing, bud? Good, brother, man. I, uh, I had to throw that in there just because we are just talking right before we uh recorded hit record about uh our our favorite baseball teams but um hey, I don't do you, know how you can live in Arizona and like the Dodgers it just doesn't make sense to me that's okay uh so I was born in Northern California originally uh but my dad was a Dodger fan growing up yeah so, ah. I come by I come by it honestly um so dude I am I'm stoked to do this we gosh you and I finally reconnected in person for the first time in a while last was uh is earlier this year maybe february bill town yeah it was bill town yeah, yeah so, february yeah it was the first time i think i'd seen you in, in quite some time um mm-hmm. and had a chance to chat and so i'm excited to kind of do this uh i you know talk in a uh, more structured and recorded form and just catch up on what's going on in your life and your business dude yeah, absolutely. Super excited. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you. My pleasure. So Jake, why don't let's start here to give everyone who like who's Jake? Who who is Jake? Like how long you been in real estate? Let's kind of start there and yeah. we'll 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 jump around from there. Yeah, for sure. So started back in 02 um with a private lender. We were a subprime lender. Um, so kind of started, I mean, I, we were eight percent rates were pretty, pretty common back in that that day. So kind of got going before we saw the rates dip down and the market took off back in the, the 05, 06 market. Um, we actually, I went transitioned from that company to a, uh, started my own brokerage with a business partner. And we actually closed our first transaction in March of 09. And March of 09 was actually the month that New Century Mortgage had their books looked at by the government. So <laughs> yeah, they were like the first one. And, and it was, all of a sudden, it was just like every day after that, this one, this one closing. So we had 25 partners on the team at that time and went from that to me and my business partner. And we're like, hey, we have, let's figure out what our monthly survival number is. And then we can determine what we have to do. And once we did that, we're like, hey, we need to bring on something else. So I actually wrote my first uh, real estate contract on a carbon copy, kind of gives you yeah, I don't think they had DocuSign or they may have had car forms. You bought them from the, the real estate or at least the, at least the person that came in had a carbon copy and she taught us. And then uh, we started doing short sales. And actually, that's how I got familiar with you because you were doing the YouTube series. Gosh, I can't remember what it was called, but it was you short, were short sale power hour. Yeah, yeah short sale power hour. And so I was like, I had no clue what I was doing. And someone said, Hey, I want to short sale my house. Can you help me? And I was like, yeah. And so I started Googling and found your, your thing and just started watching a ton of videos and you know, I just kind of got into real estate that way. Um, fast forward, I, I figured out that I didn't want to do mortgage anymore. 
um, wanted to just do real estate because I really liked real estate and uh, joined up with the brokerage in 2012. And then I partnered with Ben six years ago and uh, before it was placed and it was the, the Ben Kinney team. And so now I'm here with, with place and yeah. Dude, you've been, so a couple things I want to, I want to point on, like, first of all, I love the fact that you said yes, and then figured out what a short sale was and how to do it. Um, yeah, it was terrible, but, dude. It was. <laughs> of course I can help you. Yes. And yeah. I love that. I just love that mentality. Like I'm making, and dude, especially then though, you like, you kind of had to, like, that's just what you had to do to, to survive. Um, but it's that mentality that, that helps you, you know, survive and succeed in this business. And so 2016 is when you partnered with Ben. So for those of you listening who don't know, uh, he's been a guest a time or two before. And, and so some of his other partners, Ben Kenny, uh, who's the founder of Place. Uh, so you were effectively an expansion partner for Ben Kenny team long before there was anything called Place. That's correct. Yeah, I was actually the sixth one to partner with him outside of his uh, Washington locations. So. Wow. Okay. So you were there, you were there early. So l- let's back up, Let back, take me back to your business pr- just prior to, to partnering with Ben. Um, were you growing a team? Did you have a team? What, what was your real estate sales <laughs> business like then? Oh yeah. I would, well, let's, I wouldn't say, uh, I wouldn't call it growing a team. <laughs> I would say, call it attempting to grow a team. Um, I just really wasn't, uh, I I came from a background of like a fist down type of leadership where do it or get out type of thing. So I had to almost relearn all of that. Um, and so I would bring on some people and say, Hey, you want to, I wanted to build a team at that point in time. I wanted to build a team because I wanted others to do the work and I wanted to make money from it. And that's the absolute worst mindset you can have because it never works. Right. And I actually see a lot of that happen. Right. And, and just, and, and you got to change that mindset around. So before that I had an assistant, I, I had a kind of a quasi team member, right. When I was partnering up with Ben, I mean, I got in early. It was a lot easier. I was doing, you know, 40, 50 deals on my own on in a year, right? So um, that was kind of what my team uh, looked like at that point. I think the year before I did that, I think it was like 44 transactions or, or folks I helped uh, find sell real estate. Dude, I, I got to ask, like you were um, by any measure successful, maybe not to the degree that you saw yourself or wanted. Um, but especially at that time, because again, going back nowadays, people joining a place, like we see some mega, mega teams and it's, I think it's more obvious today why somebody would join a place or or any other sort of network expansion network like that. But going back to like, what was the mindset? Did you reach out to Ben? Like, how did that come up? And what were you thinking? What, what, I guess, what prompted that thought process for you? I got tired of doing it alone. I mean, that's what it really came down to, honestly, is like we've talked about it before. There was like a leader. We call it leadership loneliness, right? I think we're all leaders. And at some point, it's like, all right, I got to try and figure this out. I'm going to go talk. I mean, when I got into real estate, I actually, the way I learned was I made it a point to fly out and visit top uh, real estate teams in the country. I would bug them and literally bug them until they said, yeah, dude, just come out, right? And so I would shadow him for a day. So that was kind of how I was learning. And then 
if I go back, I mean, it just, there's, there's a point where it's like, man, I want to partner with somebody. And I was, I made the decision at that point, I want to have a business partner because I, it's a lot more, um, let's call it funner, I guess. Right. It is um, funner. It's more fun. Yeah, it's more funner to do it with someone than to do it alone. So I started looking at options. I started looking around my marketplace and, and I was like, you know what? I, I, I got introduced to Ben, um, at a, a family reunion event thing. And I was like, well, why not, why not partner with the best if, if I'm going to do, do something like that. So, um, I basically stalked him and we became friends and yeah. And then we, we formed a partnership. That's awesome. Um, so let's, let's tell me about that. Cause so that's, that's has to have been a journey. Like you joined the Ben Kenny expansion team and now you're a partner in place, which is, mm-hmm. Actually, maybe the, let's do this if you don't mind. So a lot of the listeners have heard, uh, like both both Chris's have been on the podcast within the last year, uh, so they so they there's some familiarity with with place. But in your mind, as an operator and a partner, tell everybody what place is, and you know, in a minute or two, get like the elevator speech for it. Yeah, I mean, essentially, place is uh, the the biggest thing that I can take, and and people ask me that, well, why did you join? You were six or all that, but. I mean, it's some of the brightest people out there. I'm definitely not the smartest guy, right? And and there's some incredibly talented people in this whole entire community because it really is a community. Like we have chats, we have, we, you know, you need something, you reach out to somebody and there's just so much knowledge within place that you're one, you're surrounding yourself by people of this caliber, which is helping you level up. And then you also have, a the, all the support on the backside, all the accounting support, the tr- coaching, the s- onboarding systems for new partners. I mean, there's just so much there. But I think the biggest thing for me was getting in a room of people that are absolutely incredible and a place where I could learn because I had to relearn really leadership and and how I led a team and how I just was a person. So I mean, not everyone's geared up like you know us, and so you got to bring in and and work with different people and help them achieve their goals, no matter if it's to make this amount or, you know, amount way up here. So. Um, I dude, everything you said there, I, I couldn't agree with more uh, when it comes to like the why, uh, the why part of it, like having that network and, and things like that. So tell me, tell me a little bit about your business today as it pertains to, I'm going to call it on the ground there locally for you. And then I sure. would love to dive in if we have some time and if you're open to it, a uh, little more of like what that network support community looks like at place too, if you're okay with it. But let's start with like the kind of local, the localized business. What's, what's that look like for you these days? Yeah. So last year we helped 139 families buy and sell real estate. So pr- pretty, pretty decent sized uh, business, about 75 million in volume. Um, we uh, have right now, we have a team of three full-time admin, um, two virtual, one one in the office. Uh, we have a team of agents, partners that uh, is nine, uh, pro- probably 10 here coming up soon. Um, and, and we're just in a growth trajectory. I started this year uh, with... Uh, the the team, we did that 139, what I'm most proud of because we, we had a total of seven agents last year to, you know, do 140, 40 deals. So I'm, I'm a big 
like what brings me to work every day is the fact that I get to watch what these guys accomplish and, and help change their world. We just celebrated Michael on our team. He's been with us four years. And from his journey of coming in as a um, previous teller, bank teller from a completely different area, having zero sphere, having no connections here, he's since uh, bought his first home, turned that into a rental property, bought another house, retired his wife from a job that she didn't love. Um, and now she's doing her passion, which is photography. And he just had a, a baby boy this year. So that's like what. Dude, isn't that the best? Isn't that the best? Awesome. There's yeah. nothing, you know, as a team leader, I don't, that there's parts of this business now, you know, 15 years in 15, I think it's 15. I'm not going to do public math. Um, You know, there's, <laughs> there's, there's parts of this business that I don't love nearly as much these days. There's parts that I love more than others. But one thing I never get bored of is when a partner of mine, whether actually on my team, my sales team here in Phoenix and, and or our expansion, our small expansion team and or my network with within my brokerage, when someone gets to like ha has some major success and really moves forward, whatever success is to them, right, but moves the needle in their own life whether it's because they hit something personal or the business allowed them to do something more personal, whatever that case is like that is still, I think today that's the best feeling. I think that's the feeling I got early on in my career when we would successfully close a short sale and help a homeowner avoid short sale. You know what I mean? Even though it, that's was, a good a much, point. it was a much different thing. Cause it was more of like, it was a re it was a sense of relief and you were taking a burden off someone so it's, it's different yet. The feeling I get from it is very similar, which is, oh man, that is so cool to watch somebody who's uh, taken your guidance or advice on any level and then achieved something that they were after. I, there's nothing better than that. Yeah. It, yeah. It's kind of, it's, that's such a good analogy, right? Beat the bank back in the day. It was beat yeah. the bank. Let's beat yep. the bank. Yeah. But now you're changing people's worlds. So yeah. It really, it really is. And and so I, I loved you. I love that story about Michael there that, that you just shared. So tell me, um, so did you, the, the point why I wanted you to share that is you run a pretty robust business and you have a, you have a business partner and not just Ben Kenny anymore, but Chris Suarez and Chris Stewart and, and the entire team over at place. What is that like? For, like, I'm just curious as an operator, somebody who's in the grind of it, running their business, um, what is it like for you to have that support and, and like, what is it that, that you feel that they do for you or that you take most advantage of as an operator? Yeah, I think the, the biggest thing is just, um, it, I mean, our business is ever, it's a people business. So we run into things, um, you know, with whether it's our partners or whether it's, it's in the recruiting or building or growth mode that we're in, or like now the market shifting and things like that. I think the the biggest thing is just having someone and also to it, I'll get into this after this, but just having that, that support piece of it, um, being able to make a call to a team that is tracking like 700 deals, this 700 transactions this year and be able to say, Hey, here's what I'm running through. Tell me, what are you doing for this? Or how are you setting this system up? Or just, I mean, there's a big piece of that, um, that, that you get from the support and it's, it's kind of intangible. It's hard to explain. I mean, you should see, we have a, we have a Facebook thread that is just like nonstop 
where I think that we could actually sell that membership to somebody for them to get it, get access to that, the information that's talked about in there. It's, it's just next level stuff. And I'm kind of sometimes like, you know, dang, wow. Right. Like I never even thought of that. So yeah, that's, that's really cool. I'm not, I'm not too surprised to hear that. So dude, you and I are recording this and this will be out fairly soon. because it took a nice hiatus. Um, it's August 10th, right? Yeah. 2022. Yeah. So summer, we'll call it summer 2022. Um, markets changing, man. Um, I don't yeah. know what it's like there locally for you. I know in Phoenix, we've more than doubled the inventory, our listing inventory over the last like three to four months. Uh, it's, uh, it is a lot going on. Um, what are you thinking about as you start to hit now, obviously in, into the third quarter and think about the fourth quarter, and into 2023, like, what are the things that you're thinking about preparing for, um, excited about, worried about anything like that? That's uh, such a good question, right? We're actually, I think we ranked, uh, one of the big news articles that came out, Sacramento ranked number two on price reductions across the U S no so we're seeing, yeah, we're seeing a pretty, pretty hefty, uh, inventory. We went from about a half a month to anywhere in any counties, about three plus months of inventory. So things have uh, slowed down quite a bit. Um, really, um, the, the, what we're seeing is for the past, what, five to, I mean, gosh, you could even go, I would even dare to say eight, nine, 10 years. Really, it's been an easy market um, in the fact of, hey, you know, um, you, we can get you into a house for less than you're paying rent. Would you be interested? Like, like who's going to say no to that, right? That's an easy <laughs> ask, yeah. 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 I mean, like you can own something and, and get equity. So, so it's been a really different market and fast forward to today, it's, it's really a knowledge-based market and a skill-based market. So educating our partners on the team around the conversations that we should be having. And, and one thing too, is that is like, we focus heavily on let's get people to sit down and meet with us to just take a look at the whole picture and see if it is a good financial decision for them. Because for some, it's not going to be, and that's okay. We're going to be super straightforward and honest, but if we're trying to talk with them over the phone, that method isn't going to work today, right? Because you've got to bring more value. You've got to be a true advisor. And so that's, I'd say skills and knowledge is what we're super focused on now. I mean, at the end of the day, it's, you know, there's the, there's opportunity in every market out there. I love this market because I mean, like where we were having buyers just get absolutely their dreams crushed and their feelings hurt. I mean, you now have like, Hey, let's go in under asking, let's get credits. So, I mean, as far as the market goes, like, I mean, I think there's going to be an opportunity for everyone. Um, and I think it's leveling up on skills and, and um, knowledge um, also making sure you're tracking your budget, right? I mean, that's a big piece. Um, you can only cut so much though. So at the end of the day, you've got to partner up and and bring more production to and bring more partners in. So that's that's kind of what my my big focus is. And then and we also just recently did a rehaul too on our systems. And this is a, a I would say to to kind of something to look at for anyone running a team is where the sellers were once market house on the market sold are now sitting two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, 
So we have to have that communication piece dialed in from the time they put it on the market to what are we doing to market their house and constant communication or else they're going to, of course, blame, blame us. Right. I mean, really what it comes down to. No doubt. I mean, when you think about it, you, if you've been in the business for say less than five years, you really, you it for certain the last three, like you don't really need a, so there's no seller update. The update is here's how many offers we have. <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to send you the spreadsheet? I've I, I bulleted 23 we have. Exactly. And now it's like, okay, you know, and that all starts in, in my mind, my opinion, at the consultation on the front side, right? Setting that expectation, but then actually having a rhythm of um, communication because we're, we're going to be talking about showing numbers, not offer numbers. We're going to be talking probably about views online too and all these other things that, that you that we've had to talk about in the past but haven't had to talk about for the last few years and so if we're not i, I feel you know and it sounds like you're on the same mind if we're not polishing that up and being effective at that we're going to be really ineffective at um uh, at working with our clients which is going to hurt i think there's going to be a lot of opportunities for the second agent you know because something cancels or expires not because the house isn't saleable, not because the the market won't support it, but because the agent, uh, we've got too many agents that be that really behave like consumers or they think like consumers. And so they're going off of data that's a year old uh, in the way that they run their business. And it, that's no longer enough. Like it's just, it's just not enough. And so we're gonna have to develop those skills. And I think too, kind of an advantage is, and like, I mean, we, we have it is we've been through a, a market like this and, I think that plays a huge piece because then you just change your mindset from this red hot market. And now we're going back to, okay, let's take it, revisit what we were doing back in 2009 and 10 and take some pieces, update them. Right. And, and really implement some things we had to do. Cause I mean, back then it, I remember putting together, like you said, seller communication. I remember putting together marketing packages that showed literally like, I had pictures of how many open house signs I put out. Right. Yeah. And, and I, and I, and I had pictures of like screenshots of how many likes my paid Facebook ad got and Zillow, right. We have a different method now because of technology. And at the same time, I mean, we, we gotta, cause how can you really have a conversation of, Hey, the market's not receiving your price. Well, if you can't show them the value you've added and the efforts you put into place to, to really um, focus on selling it. My mindset on it was always like, I just didn't want them to call me with a question. When I yeah. called, when I called that, I just act. And the truth is we could finish that sentence with, I just didn't want them to call me. Um, but especially <laughs> if they were calling with a question, but so my mindset of it was always like, I want to answer all the questions that they have before they even think to ask them. And so I wanted to make sure that they knew, Hey, we had this many viewings on these websites. We had this many showings. Here's the feedback. Like I was sending it, pushing them feedback. So that way, when I got on, so I've always kind of my system, when I was taking a lot of listings up for the team was always like on Wednesday afternoons, I just would call everybody with an update call review offers on Monday. And I had all these things that would happen a bit effectively every day of the week that was pushing communication out. And then when I called them on Wednesday, it was effectively to uh, review the information I already gave, gave them and ask if they're ready for a price reduction, right? Because that's that's it. Uh, we either wait or we 
reduce the price that that was almost always it. They had all of the information. Uh, and that was my, that was my mindset is I didn't want to, I didn't want to be caught on my heels having to answer questions about something that, because I did a poor job on the front side of the listing appointment. And so yeah. I just would just inundate them with data and information. So there was, uh, I could take as much of the emotion out of any conversation I was ever going to have with a seller, just take it out of it from the get-go. I think that's, I think that's with anything, right? Like the, whether it's, uh, bringing on a new partner to the team, um, talking to a buyer, um, talking to a seller is that it's that initial, like you said, is the expectation conversation yeah. around here's what's going to happen. This is how we work and here's what we're, how we're going to provide value to you. And this is what we we're going to provide. And this is what we expect from you kind of thing. Yeah, no doubt. What, um, uh, so start to wrap up, Jake, I, I, one of the questions I, I like to ask, and if you need to take a second, think about it, go for it. Um, cause I, I wasn't, I wasn't, didn't give you any advance warning on this, but like, if you, sure. had, a, if you had a message that you could share with, with the other, you know, whatever, one point, whatever million real estate agents in the U S um, like you had a billboard, the Tim Ferriss question, if you had a billboard that everyone's going to drive by, but I want to say specifically for real estate agents, what, what would be on that billboard for you? What's the message that you'd like to get across to everybody or thought or impact or lesson that you've learned that, that you would like for everyone else to know? I would say that the, the message would, would be is level up and then also make sure your activities match what your desired future wants. I mean, it's, it's, it's right now we've got to, um, I, you know, it's, I hate to say it, but we, we've got to do more. I mean, if we yeah. see a decrease of 30% in, in sales next year, well, then that means there's that much less. You've got the same number of agents until they start cruising out and you just have to be, provide more value, have more knowledge, be a consultant and do more activities. Dude, I'll, I'll tell you, it's funny. You know, I, I couldn't agree with you more yesterday. So Tuesdays, Fred and I run a, a mastermind on of, for our sales teams with with a bunch of our partners. And the the thing came up that I, you know, I shared yesterday was we are at a time where we're actually going to have to do more to make the same amount of money or less in a lot of ways, right? So as an example, a metric that we've always used in our company is if I set 10 appointments, seven and a half of them are going to show up, five of them will hire me. And this this is this blended over thousands and thousands of appointments between buyers and sellers and three will close in the next 12 months. I know that. So I could always just go, well, if I want to have a certain amount of closings, I just work back to how many appointments. Well, now it's a, it's a little harder. So if I used to have to ask 15 people for an appointment to get 10 people to say yes, I might need to ask 20 or 22 or maybe even 25 today in order to get 10 people to say yes. And then seven and a half to show up and then five to hire me and then three to close. Right. And so it's really, that's what we're dealing with now. And I, and it's a good thing. Like one of my good friends and, and uh, business mentors, Curtis Johnson always says, you know, or not always, he said this to me about a month or two ago. He's like, the great part about a market like this is the passing lanes get really wide. So yeah, even that's if that's a good quote, I love that. Dude, it really, it's true. Like, let's say, uh, you know, let's say you take your, let's say you sell the same number of homes this year as you did last year. So a lot of people in growth mode, their thought process is, well, that's going backwards. Or maybe you went from like 130 to 125. So you did actually go backwards. But in reality, the rest of the market went backwards by like 40%. 
you you've gained ground on them. Right. And that those things pay off as, you know, markets are cyclical, they'll it'll swing back by and you'll have that much more momentum than everyone else. And so it's not a bad thing. I love I love the fact that we're in a skill based, knowledge based, got to work based um, market these days, because I, I think who, what's going to come out the other side is what always comes out the other side, more polished, more professional uh, real real estate pros that are there to help help people. And um, it's a good thing. Yeah, I agree. And, and you level up too. I mean, especially focus on it now. It's just going to help you more in your in your career in the future. I mean, um, like you said, the, the passing lanes are a lot wider. So we're going to start seeing, you know, someone who maybe not a, educated their seller on kind of really current market pricing. And, and you go in and we like to call it someone lead generated for us and got someone to raise their hand and we come back and we sell the house for them, right? It is so, always nice <laughs> if someone else would do that for us. Right? Yeah, expired, expired are great. Without um, a 35% referral fee. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's so funny. Somebody leads yeah. generated that lead for us. That's good. That's, that's a really good one. Yeah, but it's yeah. true, man. And I yeah. think that that opportunity is now, it's not something that's been available for a few years and it, it is now, and it's going to become more and more available. 100%. And then also to the last thing I'd say is, is, is you got to track everything. That's something I don't think as many people have done, especially newer agents into the business is tracking your metrics. So you can understand what you just said, which was 10 appointments, five consultations, three sign, because it's kind of like shooting darts at a dartboard with no numbers. I yeah. mean, you can't, you're, you're in, you don't know. So, yeah, not, not only that, the thing I, the thing I always wanted to you know, I would use to drive home to the agents on our team and still do is um, at least when we know this, even if it's not good, even if you're not getting the results you want, I know where to help you. So if you're, if 10 people are saying yes, but seven and a half or more are not showing up, like if you're only getting five or three to show up, I know where the problem is. You're, you're jamming people into an appointment and you're accepting a yes. That isn't a real yes. And then mm -hmm. you're showing up, but they're not hiring you. Cool. Your problem is in your scripts at the appointment. I know how to fix that. And then if they're not buying or selling in that next 12 months, I cool. I know what that problem is too. And we can help you there. So it becomes really easy to improve your results, not to just know what they are, but to improve them if you should want to. And most people do so. Yeah. I mean, it's either you, you say, Hey, work on all these scripts or it's, Hey, let's work on this one or this one follow-up piece or this one activity and then you see results right away so yeah no doubt dude jake i i so enjoy this i think i'm going to see you again next month right are you coming back to arizona in september oh you know it i'll be there we gotta we'll have to catch dinner this time absolutely i'm going to do a little plug for it i hadn't even planned on this but since we have time this will actually get out uh before that uh before that event jake uh will be here for an event called built how which is put on by uh ben kenny company's forward coaching and all the amazing partners that Jake has at place and so many other professionals from around the country, not just with any, no brokerage affiliation, no team affiliation, just a great two day event. Uh, and it's in Phoenix or Scottsdale rather. I'll put the, make sure the link is there in the show notes for you guys come join Jake and I would love to see you there. And uh, my hunch is it'll be a really great, if not the best real estate event you go to this year. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much. I appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me on. It was fun connecting with you again. Right on, brother. We'll talk to you soon. I'll see you next month. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Join the Kevin and Fred community, part of EXP Realty, and partner with us today. 
You'll get free access to live trainings two or more times a month, live events and in-person masterminds, digital downloads to help you run and scale your business, and much, much more. To learn more and join our community, visit kevinandfred.com slash contact and contact us today. Not ready to join our community? No problem. Continue enjoying all this great content on our podcast for free.